This is the Everything EV Podcast by EV Powered. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Everything EV Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything electric. I'm your host, Charlie Atkinson, and in these episodes, we'll be discussing everything to do with electric travel. So whether it be cars, bikes, boats, or even planes, we'll have it covered. We'll also be speaking to people from within the industry to get their views on the EV space, as well as other features such as electric car reviews, electric motorsport coverage, and much, much more along the way. This podcast is available on all streaming platforms, so be sure to subscribe to wherever you get your podcast from to receive every single episode as soon as it's released. And please do go back and check out all our other episodes too. In this episode, we're joined by Jake Dennis of the Avalanche Andretti Formula E team. Ahead of the London E-Prix this weekend, we spoke to Jake about his season so far, the challenges that the London XL circuit poses, and his predictions for the upcoming weekend. So thanks for chatting with us today, Jake. Now, we'll come on to the London E-Prix in a little while, but as the season approaches its closing stages, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the season so far and your assessment of the season from your perspective. Yeah, I think it's very much been an up and down season. I think we started the season off incredibly well. You know, we uh, started on the front row uh, for the first race of the year with a brand new team, new personnel. We obviously got a podium at the first race and then we finished second, uh, fifth in the second race. So, yeah, we left the, the first race of the year uh, very high up in the championship, had really good points. And then, uh, yeah, we hit a bit of a lull uh, halfway through the season. Uh, it was a little bit challenging. A few things didn't really go away with good luck, bad luck. And then, um, yeah, we just weren't quite quick enough. But I think we've turned that around lately. You know, we've had four points scoring finishes in a row now. So uh, we've very much been uh, best of the rest of the, of the top, top teams. And um, it's very much looking... Like a, a good weekend for us in London uh, should suit my driving style and, and, and the race itself uh, and the car um, better than, than most races. So, yeah, I'm just excited to, uh, to try and bounce back um, and really try and get some big points on the board and try and go for a podium or even that race win. Has there been anything particular that hasn't quite gone to plan this year? Obviously, last year was completely different to the story of this season. So has there been anything in particular that hasn't quite gone to plan or has it just been good luck on some days and bad luck on different days? I think everyone's had their good luck and bad luck, but um, yeah, it's obviously a few things just haven't worked in our favour. I think generally when you're missing uh, that last bit of lap time to really like take it to the top teams, you then generally a little bit more in the, the, the danger zone, we call it, at the start of the race. So then you're maybe around about 8th to 12th, which is uh, always a, a high risk area. But, um, you know, we just need to try and work on a few things, especially in the racing. I think in qualifying, we've had a great we've had a great car this year. We've qualified on the front row like three times. We've uh, generally had a generally start around about fifth or sixth for both races. And then uh, it's just the racing where we seem to lack a bit of pace. But nevertheless, um, we've turned it around. Like I said, over the past four races, we've had four good rounds now. And um, yeah, we had points in Marrakesh, Jakarta, New York, uh, which we've all just come off the back of. We won here last year. So uh, and London race itself is actually quite a bit different to uh, to the others on the way we actually approach the race. So, very much looking forward to um, yeah try and yeah get some big points uh, over this over this weekend Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and it's your second season in Formula E now, and I know at the back end of last season you were looking forward to not being a rookie anymore. So, do you feel a bit more settled in with Formula E this year? Yeah, definitely. I think um, one of the biggest things is just that. I sort of have more confidence within myself you know you're always put in doubt uh, if you ever have a bad day you know you always feel like you're in survival mode uh, whereas I feel like the team trusts me 100% now uh, and they really have my you know my back if if we're struggling on certain things or if I'm struggling from the with the car they're very much you know willing to to help me on certain situations and I think that's just 
gave me the more more confidence. You know, I feel like I'm performed, performing at a very high level, and um, yeah, the t the team's performing well. So we just need to uh, iron out a few things, and hopefully, we can really try and bring back the performance of what we had last year uh, in a couple of key areas, and um, yeah, try and get those big points what we were scoring last year with the with the wins and the podiums. So. Um, yeah, but very much have full faith in, in my team of Avalanche Andretti that we're going to have a really good weekend in London and then obviously the final race in, in South Korea in, in August. Yeah, you just mentioned London there and I'm sure you'll have fond memories of the London E-Prix from last year. When you look at the calendar and when you looked at the calendar at the start of the year, is this the weekend that you were looking forward to the most, especially with it being your home race? Yeah, very much so. You know, just racing in your home race is always special. You know, you've got you've got the English food, you've got your friends, your family, you've got your own bed. So uh, I now actually live in London. Uh, I, I moved in February, so it's even more of a home race to me now, and I, I'm I'm enjoying every minute of it. You know, it was obviously a busy week for me this week with uh, all the obviously media commitments, uh, and then obviously you really get to you know do the business on obviously on Saturday, Sunday when you can just focus on doing your job and uh, yeah, trying to trying to win the race or get that podium. So. Yeah, great memories of the place. The circuit's really cool. Um, obviously, the biggest sort of thing about the circuit is obviously it's through the XL. So we're obviously racing inside and outside. And uh, it was a challenge last year on Sunday when it was actually wet on the outside circuit and obviously dry on the, on the inside. So having that combination of the two styles of driving was a, was a really difficult challenge for everyone but um yeah we still had a great race and uh yeah hopefully the weather stays nice and dry this year and you know the fans can have a, a good experience obviously in the e-village uh, outside and obviously out on the grandstand so yeah it's looking like a great event we've got some really good performers coming uh likes of jack jones obviously coming on saturday and sunday so it's going to be a, a very exciting time for myself and obviously all the all the fans coming and when you talk about how challenging the circuit is, obviously it's a circuit like no other on the calendar. So how challenging is the circuit in comparison to some of the other tracks on the calendar? Yeah, so one of the coolest things about um, with London is that the race and the, the style of the circuit generally means that we don't have to energy save all that much. So in the likes of Marrakesh, you're very much listening to the, the beeps and bops in your ear, which basically tell you when to lift and when tell you when to, uh, tell, you, tell you when to break, basically. And uh, whereas... London, it's very much the style of the track and the amount of energy we have. Uh, we don't really need to listen all that much and we can freestyle quite a lot, which then generally makes the racing really exciting and super fast. So, yeah, not much energy saving. It's pretty much like a qualifying lap, driving flat out the whole race. And, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, I think that's what everyone wants to see, uh, like drivers being pushed to the absolute limit and the cars. So should make it a really exciting race. Different layout this year as well. We've actually removed a couple of the hairpins, uh, from last year and put in like a really fast chicane so hopefully that will create a new element for everyone um and yeah let's just uh see how competitive we are when we uh, put the car down on saturday and i suppose another benefit of racing in london especially after the last few rounds like marrakesh and jakarta is that it's going to be a little bit cooler so hopefully a little bit easier on you and thankfully you won't be racing in 38 39 degree heat like last week either yeah, I basically missed that whole heat wave, but I can definitely see it on the, on where I live that it's basically just like a desert of the grass. So, uh, yeah, it looked pretty hot. But, um, yeah, obviously the last races we raced out with Jakarta, New York and Marrakesh, they've been so hot, which is obviously difficult for us, but really uh, it's really demanding on the battery. And um, trying to keep that battery cool as much as possible is, uh, is one of the biggest things in Formula E. So hopefully with London being 
London probably rain here and here and there it will obviously uh, have less of an issue and we can yeah, drive the cars as fast as possible so yeah it'll be um, yeah and it'll just be nicer not to race in such such conditions of, of, of it being so hot yeah and now focusing on London what are your sort of realistic expectations for the weekend obviously so far this season it's been dominated by the four at the top of the championship so do you expect more of the same or does Formula E still have that level of unpredictability where anything can happen and anyone can win? I think in qualifying you'll definitely have like the top guys at the front um, you know these guys are super fast but generally our qualifying pace this year has been extremely good so there's no reason why we can't really get involved in that top you know that top eight battle uh, we've been there quite a lot this year so um, yeah I have every bit of faith in myself and the team to to deliver this and like I said, with the with the London race, it should actually be quite a bit different than what we've seen over the past four or five rounds. Is that obviously we can drive the cars much faster. We don't really need to energy save, uh, which has been uh, a bit of a weaker point for us this year. And uh, so I'm hoping if we qualify well, we can generally stay there and you know even move forward uh, with good strategy with the attack mode that we have this year. Uh, it was a big sort of uh, strategy point uh, last year in the race uh, with it being yeah eight minutes of extra power mode. Uh, which bit which brought like a whole different element to the race so let's see how that plays out obviously we need to qualify well that's the biggest thing and then uh, yeah very much have a bit of faith that we can uh, try and win the thing or yeah get a podium okay and just to focus again on the fact that it is your home race as well how much of an impact do the fans have on you as a driver I mean do they have much of an effect on you when you're racing or are you just too zoned in to to really notice um, no, like generally when the lights go out, you're you're pretty you're pretty zoned in. You don't really know where you're at, and you're just obviously focused on on doing your job. But it it, it can switch out very easy. You know, as soon as like you know you, get, you jump out of the car, or you know before you actually race, you obviously got your family friends there on the grid. You've got uh, other family members out in the grandstands at certain corners, and you can like yeah obviously wave to them and stuff like this. So it, it's very like in and out. I think it's quite natural that obviously if if, if you've got your home race, you've generally got more fans there for you, and uh, yeah. Obviously, the English fan engagement is massive anyway, so it's going to be great to have, you know, six British drivers on the grid this year. And uh, this is really going to, you know, bring all the fans into the grandstands this year. And hopefully we can try and get a, a sold out event. And um, yeah, obviously, if anyone's actually interested, you can obviously just go on the Formula E website and get any of the grandstands. You've got the E-Village, which is super cool. Uh, it's one of the best selling points with, uh, with Formula E. Obviously, uh, with uh, performers like Jack Jones coming on this year. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be a great event on uh, over the weekend. And on the subject of fans, it does feel as though Formula E is becoming more and more popular. So have you noticed that over the past two years that you've been involved in the sport? Yeah, definitely. I think Formula E is obviously always evolving. It is obviously still pretty new to the motorsport world. It is only in its eighth year, so eighth season. And uh, it's come on like leaps and bounds compared to where it was, you know, six 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 seasons ago. So, yeah, the fan engagement's massive in Formula E. Uh, I think it's really cool that the fans can actually get involved with the drivers a lot more than most categories can in in motorsport. You know, we obviously have the the autograph signing session. You've got the, obviously the media pen. You've got the e village where drivers uh, which drivers attend to. So it's um it's just a, a cool experience for the for the fans themselves and obviously for them to meet us and we and for us to meet them and um yeah and it all happens in one day i think that's what's quite cool with formula e it's, it's very full-on it's a very busy day uh you obviously got the likes of practice uh qualifying a race all in the space of like five or six hours so um it's yeah booked in busy uh, as i say and uh it's just yeah always um always like action-packed racing as well 
Okay, great. And now just before you go, I'm sure you've got one eye on next season already. And so I just wanted to get your thoughts on next year and the partnership between Andretti and Porsche. So how are you feeling about all of that? You must be really excited. I'm just very much looking forward to obviously uh, yeah, having that new partnership with Porsche. It's going to be an exciting time. Obviously, the new cars coming out next year uh, with, with Gen 3. I think obviously everyone's going to have a new upgraded package. You know, the cars are much lighter, they're much faster, and uh, it's going to be a, a great thing for Formula E uh, as a whole. So um, it's it's going to be exciting times, uh, like I mentioned. And I think everyone wants to see that next step of Formula E, uh, obviously with these new lighter and faster cars and. It's great to be involved with such a with such a good brand, and yeah, hopefully we can uh, have a competitive package. That's all for this episode. Many thanks for listening, and if you liked it, then please do check out all our other episodes, and be sure to subscribe to wherever you get your podcast from to make sure you get every single episode as soon as it's released. For daily news coverage, features, and much more, you can also head over to evpowered.co.uk. Thanks once again for listening, and we'll see you on the very next episode of the Everything EV Podcast.